0: Welcome to Rhema for Today!
1: Jesus was really ministered under the Old Covenant, you see. See, the New Covenant doesn't come into force, because, see, New Covenant, New Testament, Will, Testament or Will. You see, it can't come into force till after Jesus dies. I mean, you may have a will written right now, but folks can't come into the... and enjoy the benefits of that will till you die, you know? See, now we, now we, this side of Calvary, come into the benefits of Calvary. You know, I mean, after all, Paul said, Romans 10, 10, you're acquainted with it, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, Romans 10, 9 and 10, thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagen continues his teaching, A Better Covenant. Next, on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message.
1: There is no such thing as the separation of disease and sickness from Satan. Disease came with the fall of man. Now you cannot conceive of sickness in the Garden of Eden before Adam sinned. Well, the fall was of the adversary. The fall was of the devil. Sickness and sin have the same origin. I think John Alexander Dowie put it very aptly. He said, uh, Sickness and disease is the foul offspring. Of his father Satan and his mother sin. I think you can see that. He that has seen me has seen the father. Follow Jesus' ministry down through the four gospels. Watch him in his actions and in his ministry. Listen to him speak. Jesus' attitude toward sickness was an uncompromising warfare with Satan. He healed all who came unto him who were sick. Now, there's some folks that didn't come to him. Some folks didn't accept it, but I mean those who did come. No one ever came to him and failed to receive healing or deliverance. We've got the a number of different incidents of people who came. And not one single time did Jesus say, No, it's not my will to heal you. He that has seen me has seen the Father. He that has seen me has seen the Father. He that has seen seen me has seen the Father. He that has seen me has seen the Father. But every one of them received healing or deliverance. Now, Jesus' attitude towards sin and his attitude towards sickness were identical. He dealt with sickness as he dealt with demons. Now, I've come to believe, actually, by the study of the scriptures, I've been driven, or better made to say it, maybe to this conclusion that if disease and sickness are of the devil, and we found out, even from this brief resume today, that they are. Then there is one only one attitude that the believer can take in regard to sickness and disease. And that is, we must follow in Jesus' footsteps and deal with sickness and disease as Jesus dealt with it. Hallelujah. And this is one thing I'm not going to compromise on. It's easy to compromise, you know. But I'm not going to compromise on. Doesn't bother me. You know, people can say what they want to. I've always been very strong on divine healing since I was healed as a Baptist boy. The Baptists talked about me. See, I was a Baptist, young Baptist boy preacher to begin with. Never ordained. Don't no, want you to think that. You know, you're ordained in the local church in the Baptist because you've got local church government. And they offered to ordain me. We will ordain you. Came and talked to me, you know. We will ordain you if, if. You'll just sort of put the soft pedal. Well, the way they put it said, just tone down on this healing business. Now go ahead and preach a little prayer if you want to. And preach a little faith if you want to. But tone down on this healing business. And we'll ordain you. No, I said I wasn't planning on toning down on it. I'm planning on toning up on it. So you know what they said to. Me. Well, if that's the case, forget it. And turned right around, walked off, and left me. That's the last of my ordination. It didn't happen. I'd rather be ordained of God anyhow. Amen. Well, then I eventually, as you know, the story was baptized. The to ghost spoke to other tongues, received the left foot of fellowship from among the Baptists, came over among the Pentecostals. I thought, sure, you know, i would be at home over here now because they believe in faith and healing, but I was too strong for them. They talked about me as bad as the Baptists, sometimes worse. I love them anyhow. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. But you think I'll let that bother me? I'm not going to let that bother me. I mean, who's going to bother, you know, sort of like this old old farmer. You heard the story, didn't you? I don't know. First time I heard his little boy, about nine years old. Baptist preacher. Baptist preacher always got the best stories you ever heard, you know. And uh, this old, of course, this was the days, you know, when, they, when you know, everybody went by rail, trains, freight trains and passenger trains, you know, and very little, you know, now that everybody goes by air. But anyway, uh, this old farm couple, you know, they's old, retired, and they'd set out on the porch in the cool of the day and the, the, this train went right by their farm, you know, and they had a little old fice dog, you know, them little old dogs. And this freight train come by at the same time about six o'clock every evening, you know. And that little old dog would just chase that thing. Chase that train man just a barking up a storm. And and the the wife said, and that just aggravates me to no end. I wish he had stopped that. What makes him do that? And uh, the old farmer said, Well, the thing bothers me is what would he do with it if he caught it? (laughs) I mean, I mean, after all, what what would, you know. And so I'm not going to get upset because some little old fiest dogs are going along a barking. I've got a train full of goodies for people. <laughs> Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Just, just a box car after box car all loaded down with the blessings of God. And so I don't mind, you know, if they're howling at the moon and the hollering is not so. <laughs> Praise God, I'm not going to compromise on it. The Word of God is true. Jesus' attitude towards sickness is my attitude. It was an uncompromising warfare with Satan. Hallelujah to Jesus. Now you know, too, Jesus in his ministry was ministering as a prophet under the Old Covenant. He he calls himself a prophet. You can read in the fourth chapter of Luke's gospel and see that he does. Jesus was reading really ministered under the old covenant. You see, see, the new covenant doesn't come into force because see a new covenant, New Testament, will, testament or will, you see, it can't come into force till after Jesus dies. I mean, you may have a will written right now, but folks can't come into the and enjoy the benefits of that will till you die. You know. See now we now we this side of Calvary, come into the benefits of Calvary. You know, I mean, after all, Paul said Romans ten ten. You're acquainted with it. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth Romans ten nine and ten, that thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and believe in your heart, God raising from the dead, you'll be saved. Well, they couldn't believe back there in the four Gospels that God raised him from the dead. God never had died yet. So they didn't have the new birth. They had a promissory note on it. Are you following me? Praise God. So Jesus, you see, is not ministering under the new covenant, he's ministering under the old covenant. And you see, a lot of time people would say, well, yes, you know, yeah, healing, that's the reason healing ceased under the new covenant. Well, we don't have healing. But yet, like I said in this book of Galatians, know ye not that they which are of faith the same are the children of Abraham. And if ye be Christ, then ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Heirs. Hallelujah. And you see, the promises are not to Israel per se. Actually, the promises are to Abraham and his seed. Israel was Jacob. His name was changed to Israel. He inherited the promise through his father Isaac. and Isaac inherited the promise through his father Abraham. It's Abraham's blessings. And he stated there, because we read it, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us, for it is written, is everyone that hangeth on a tree that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. It's not the Jews' blessing. It's not, it's not Israel's blessing. It's Abraham's blessing. Hallelujah. Well, healing was one of the blessings to Abraham and his seed under the Old Covenant.
0: Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first in this offer is the book by Kenneth E. Hagan, Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits. The next item is the three-CD set by Kenneth E. Hagan, A Fresh Anointing. Also in the package is the CD from Kenneth W. Hagen's teaching, Walking with God. Next is the three CD set from Lynette Hagen titled, If I Can, You Can. You get all this for the price of $45. But that's not all. If you order this package, we will give you a free mini book called, How to Walk in Love by Kenneth E. Hagen. Call toll free one 888
1: you've got a big thing coming up called Kindle the flame that's right September the 22nd through the 24th it is going to be an awesome awesome time we have some great speakers Brenda Thomas Anna Grisham Julia Post and Kara McKenna and of course Denise and myself yes our daughter this is this is Lynette and Denise's women's conference at September twenty-fourth through 22 to through 24 and hey guys Get your lady there. My wife has a different way about, she says, if I'm going to have a women's conference, the Lord dealt with her several years ago. She said, it's not going to be the, you know, so many times at a women's conference, they talk about being victims. And you said, I'm not going to do that. No,
0: we are a victor, you guys. It's a
1: different (laughs) women's conference. And I guarantee you, your lady will come back different after the conference. So, hey, make sure she gets there, okay?
0: Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, A Better Covenant. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.